Hey there, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got a new guest in the clubhouse, somebody I've been trying to get on for a while, and our schedule's finally mashed up. He's got a team that I love, but I'm so excited to have him on. He's a fantastic guy. I follow him on Instagram. We'll talk about that later. Does amazing lives, does a lot of fun stuff. So, Alan, how are you doing? Welcome to the clubhouse. I am so glad to be here, Bill. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that we finally matched the schedules up. Yeah, we've been trying on this uh, for sure. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you, man. It's It's been a while. And it's funny because Alan and I were just talking offline. We actually walked past each other at one of the games I was at last year, but we didn't know each other. So I wasn't going to walk up to him and, and say, hey, guy in the Dodger dog suit, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> hey, you know, a little awkward, right? You know what? Anyone can do that, for sure. I welcome it, because I usually have stickers with me, too. So if you come up to me and you want a picture, please do, because, you know, I did a note. Bill, you know I did my own thing, too, with other fans. And the reason for that was because I wanted to show that we're just like y'all. I mean, we're fans, just like you guys. We just do something silly. <laughs> Which is you okay. Know? We, we don't mind it. We like silly. Hey. <laughs> so obviously, you're a Dodger fan. Tell me how that came to be how did that is there was it a growing up thing was it something just an experience do tell so i grew up in echo park um all my childhood and i never went to a dodger game can you believe it wow it's like miles just a few miles away so i never went but then we moved and i joined a boys and girls club and they got free tickets from the dodgers and bad back then the bad seats were the pavilion seats so that's where they put all the kids that day there happened to be a fight our pitcher versus their batter and we won that fight i can't remember the pitcher but i was 13 and i was like heck yeah this is a sport for me i love this i'm gonna come every day i didn't know (laughs) but i was already suckered in they gave me a foam finger you know the dodger dog dude it was an experience and we won that day uh i think raul Mondesi was on the team back then i can't remember it was when i was 13. So it, it was a good time. Um, I dug in more into the history of the team. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right, let me check it out. And uh, to find out that they were the first team to break the color barrier in MLB, mm-hmm. respect, man. Respect. Immediate, like immediate follow right there, right? Back in the day without the follow. But, yeah, no, it, that's how I became a Dodger fan. Just that fight experience. Imagine I would have gone to a hockey game. You'd be a Kings fan for life. <laughs> for life. I mean, I like the Kings, but my passion is yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and for those of you that haven't been to Dodger Stadium, that what Alan, the the pavilion seats, they used to not be connected to the um, stadium. So you were right. kind of stuck in no man's land. Now the stadium's fully connected, but you were kind of stuck in no man's land. And the Boys and Girls Club used to do a lot of, I mean, I remember being in Orange County and going up to a Dodger game with the Boys and Girls Club, like you're talking about. And it was a full so experience. Cool. They give you a foam finger, you get a hot dog, you get some stale nachos, right? And you watch <laughs> a game. And usually it's like a day game and it's 150 degrees in the shade out there in the pavilion. But you're loving it because it's like you're not at school. You're just hanging out with your friends from the Boys and Girls Club. What more exactly. do you need? Is that about yeah. right? Is that am I calling yeah. this right, Alan? Oh, absolutely. And then they park the bus all the way behind top deck at the far lot and they give you the tickets that you have to go all the way over to. 
They it park at the police experience. academy, and you got to walk all the way up the hill, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I That's hope they have it down now for whoever goes out there. But man, yeah, it was still a good experience. And hey, they got me for life now. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we know that experience. Now tell me, favorite players. So let's do it two ways. One, who is your current favorite player? And two, who is mm-hmm. your favorite player of all time? And they can be Dodgers, but they don't have to be. And then tell me why. Okay. Currently, I mean, it's everybody's. And I'm wearing his jersey, even though you can't really see who it is. But um, it's Mookie. Um, okay. Mookie Betts. I was a fan of his uh, back in his Red Sox days. And when I put it in my mind, I'm like, it just so happens like they become a Dodger. Like I become a really big fan of theirs and they somehow end up a Dodger. The same thing happened with another player today, um, if we're going to date this, but uh, Noah Syndergaard also. But um, Mookie, his drive, his determination to be the best out there on the field, he puts it out there, guys. He will give his body to the sport, um, you know, to a certain point, to a certain point. He's not like 1 million percent marathon man out there, but like, You've seen him dive. You've seen him catch all these balls. You've seen him hit home runs. He is passionate about the sport, and every player should try to be or have that work ethic, just like Mookie does. If every player did, man, what a stellar team. Um, All time? Maybe Sandy Koufax. Um, A short career? But, man, did he do it all. It's. Yeah. I wish I would have been alive, but, uh, like to see him play one game at least, man. Complete games, oh, God. the records. It, it's hands down. I think it's Sandy Koufax for sure. Yeah, that that's a great call. And there's, I mean, we could talk for hours about the history of Sandy, but that's a great call, Alan, because Sandy, you know, he went out there and he took the game by storm, and he didn't care, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to be taken out. He was going to do everything he could to finish that game. And that's odd. Yeah. Like nowadays, we're on pitch counts, and next thing you know, the guys pitch five innings, and gosh, he's throwing eighty nine pitches. Uh oh, we better pull him out. Right. Uh, and right. so, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was, was a different era. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. The other day, I was watching the MLB Network, and they were showing no hitter games, and they showed Fernando Valenzuela's no hitter game back in nineteen ninety, and Vin Scully literally says this. He says, "Well." Fernando's only thrown 119 pitches as he's starting the ninth inning. He's only thrown 119 pitches. He's got plenty of gas in the tank to finish this game out. 119 pitches nowadays is like you're not pitching for the rest of the week. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I feel, you know, we all feel a certain way about this stuff, longevity and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, it came into play too with, um, and we'll get to this maybe, um, but I'll pre- uh, I'll give a little preview. I was at a game in, in uh, with the twin against the Twins, mm-hmm. where Kershaw was in, and it was a really spectacular game up until the point. Uh, but we'll get to that. I, I mean, it, it was an almost perfect game. Were you in Minnesota this last year? I, I was. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. and then he pulled him. <sighs> you what know, but that's just like I wasn't happy. <laughs> I wasn't happy, man. To be there, okay, look, everybody who's watching this, okay, look, it was snowing at the start of the game. It was raining a little bit. It was cold, so freezing. There were maybe 5,000 people in that stadium. And to see an almost, to, uh, to be in it and go through seven innings, perfect, perfect. Guys, you want to see it. You want to see it. You, you want to see it live. If you're on TV, yeah, okay, yeah, we understand. He doesn't want to get hurt. We need him in the postseason and all this stuff. 
but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish we would have kept him in, and or at least until he gave up a hit, you know, give him a shot. When is Kershaw going to have that chance again? Things were just aligned for him. That Twins team was hot until they saw the Dodgers. I agree. So I, I agree. I, I, I was upset. Yep. I agree. I, <laughs> Alan, I actually agree with you. When I, when Clayton was interviewed afterwards and he had said what he had said, I thought that is like asking a politician, what do you think about defense? It's like, I like defense. I like offense, but the best parts are cheerleaders. Like it was such <laughs> a political answer. Like, I don't care about personal records. I'm just glad we won. BS, dude, you're going to the Hall of Fame. You had a chance for a perfect game. You wanted to finish that game. I don't care if it's April or May. I think it was late April. I don't care if it's yeah. late April. Dude, finish the game. And Dave Roberts, step out of the way. But, yeah. again, it's all about analytics these days, right? It, it so. is. It is. Yeah. I mean, we can, we need someone like Sandy Koufax out there again. Yeah. Or we need somebody like Nolan Ryan who, when you go out to take him out, he just tells you where to go and how to get there, and you end up uh-huh. back in the dugout without him. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd love yeah. that, man. Yeah. He, uh, have you seen that documentary that they did about Nolan Ryan yet on Netflix? No, I need to. I do yeah. need to. Mm-hmm. So, he, he was spectacular as well. The, there was a pitching coach that went out for Texas to go get him in like the seventh inning or something like that. And he walked out there and says, hey, how you feeling? And Nolan says, I'm doing better than any of the FMBS guys that you have in the bullpen. So go back, sit back down. <laughs> Guy turned right back around and went right back to the dugout. Manager Sounds said, good. what did you say? What did he say? And he goes, you don't want it up. <laughs> <laughs> and he finished the game. He pitched the seventh, eighth, and ninth. And he finished the game. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, that's the way it should be sometimes. You know, like, gosh, if he's doing it right, keep him in. Exactly. Yo. Exactly. Anyway, too hard. Okay, so we talked about favorite players. We talked about your love for the Dodgers. Let's talk about ballparks. You just alluded to some travel that you do. Where? Yes. What ballparks have you been to, and which ones are your favorites? It's better. It's better if I tell you which ones I haven't been to. Perfect. Tell I, me which ones uh, you I think been. I'm missing seven. So I haven't been to Pittsburgh. So that's okay. Pirates. I've been to Washington D.C. for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland. Uh, so the Guardians. And Detroit Tigers, okay. Baltimore, Tampa, and Toronto. So I've been to a lot of them. I'm missing seven. Okay. I've even been to old Yankee Stadium, and that one's retired, but that's not in my count because it's retired. And I got to take in a game way back in, the, uh, like in early 2000s or something like that. It was uh, L.A. versus Boston in the Coliseum. Wow. And that was an experience in itself. I had terrible seats. But I was there. And I'm going to count that as a retired ballpark stadium because that's where the Dodgers played when they first came to L.A. You I know? Was, so exa- I would love to see a game mm-hmm. at the I, I've even talked to my Astros fans and said, listen, we need to like lobby the uh, MLB to help the city of Houston renovate the Astrodome and let the Astros play in the Dome 14, 15 games. A season. I'll fly to Houston to watch the Dodgers play the Astros in the Astrodome. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? I mean, how cool would mm-hmm. that be? Right, it would be so, awesome. Heck okay, yeah, outside, outside of Dodger Stadium, what are your couple of your favorite uh, places to go? Or, a couple of favorite? them are um, where the Cardinals play, Bush. Okay, um, they have a really good um, bar nightlife area right across the street. They, they that's all built there, so yep. they have that land and all that. We don't, but you know that's a different thing. 
Um, so they really do it well. The history of the team is really exemplified all over the ballpark. Um, it's a newer stadium, you know, for our purposes. But the fans there are so passionate, just like Dodger fans. I went there literally dressed like this, and okay. they were all respectful of it. So that was one of my favorites. Um, because of the food and the view, I am going to say Petco. Okay. Um, they partner with third-party vendors and or restaurants, and they have them all in the ballpark. So it's very unique. It's very well rated as far as food. And the view is just spectacular. I mean, you can't beat it. The team sucks, but it's okay. Um, other than that, um, you know, the historic ones, Boston, uh, Fenway Park. I've toured that thing twice. Um, I've been in the game once. I've been to Boston three times, and I've walked around Fenway when I couldn't even get in. So I love this sport, you know. Um, Fenway's good. The chairs are a little reduced. But it's an older ballpark. It's got a lot of history. Um, Wrigley Field is also a really cool one, uh, just because of the history of all of it. Jackie Robinson, there, guys, come on, <laughs> like that's ridiculous. You get to stand on the dirt right there, like you're in history, and it's so unique because it's a such a such a tiny uh, area for a ballpark, and they fit it. Um, and the bleachers there, I had to sit on the bleachers in Fenway. It's such a unique experience. It's not assigned. So you just got to form a line and find your seat and whoever you sit with is great. And also very passionate fans. Um, let me see. Are there any others? Cause I have them all on a list ready here. <laughs> love it. You I know? love it. I, yeah. I, I, at this point I got to you know, um, but no, those are my favorite ones. The one that was surprising to me was um, old Yankee stadium. I mean, it's an old, it was an old building and even new, new Yankee stadium in a way. It's so reduced in the hallways and the aisles. And then it's just, you you scan your ticket, you go 10 feet, and that's your seat. So, <laughs> you know, I was, it, it's what, it's, I think it was one of the first ones that I visited other than Dodger Stadium. So it's just unique to me. Uh, but again, I love the history of the sport. So, like Yankee Stadium, Boston, Chicago will always be on my list because of the history, old Yankee Stadium, and the Bush Stadium or for the Cardinals and Petco Park for the newer ones. Um, but forever, of course, the number one is Dodger Stadium. You can't ever, ever beat Dodger Stadium. Uh, no. Nothing no, like not. it. I've been to some of those ballparks that you're talking about, and you're absolutely right. There's, there's just this feel about you know everybody says, well, it's Hollywood. Uh, so what? It's got a picturesque view out behind home plate if you're up top of the entire city, and just the history of it too, and it feels good, right? And and I haven't, I've been outside of Wrigley. I have not been inside for a game yet. I hear that come the sixth, seventh inning, it has some unique smells with the restrooms and things like that. So I'm like, all right. Okay. Oh, and I hear that from Cubs fans. Cubs fans oh. are saying that about their own place. So man, they're, they're honest. Yeah. They're, they're, they're honest. Murphy's, yeah. uh, Murphy's Bleachers and I, which is a pub out just, you know, right around back of it uh we go back and forth on on instagram i am and i'm gonna go grab a burger or something like that at his place and and chat with him when i'm out in chicago hopefully this next year awesome Heck yeah yeah man. um yeah it's a and you know that place also has a lot of bars and everything near it you know um i wish dodger stadium had something like that you have to walk a ways to even get to the shortstop bar that's closest to close ish to it but we have a lot of land, and all that land is needed for that parking, unfortunately. It's up on a hill. 
I mean, it's yep. it literally for those of you that haven't been, it's up on a hill. There's only three ways on and three ways off. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you're either going down the five, you're going down the backside or you're going down the 110. And yeah, I mean, you've got really no other options from there. And plan yourself to getting out of that parking lot to take a few minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless you go with Alan or I where we know where to park so that we know where we're mm-hmm. getting out. Simple. We, we're not telling you where those spots are, but you no, know, we're not gonna tell you here. <laughs> come with us, we'll tell you. We'll go with you. That's fine. But you know, I'll buy the dogs. Mm-hmm. You guys buy the tickets. We'll be good. No, excuse me. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Man. So if if money wasn't an object and you had this summer, let's say you had the entire month of July off, and you could visit any ballparks, um, ones that you've been to or ones that you haven't been to, even. Mm-hmm. What are five ballparks you're going to go to this year outside of Dodger Stadium? Uh, where are you going to go? Dodger Stadium. Um, I would say Pittsburgh. Okay. I hear it's it's highly rated on everybody's uh, anybody who's gone there. They always name that one as their favorite outside of Dodger Stadium that I've talked to. Um, the view there is spectacular too. They got the bridges, but I think they're under repair this and this year and next year. So yeah. maybe you know if it were picturesque and everything, I'd definitely do that one. Um, where else would I go? I want to go to Toronto for the uniqueness of it. It has a hotel connected to it mm-hmm. and you can get a room above center field and watch the game. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, I want to, I would go to Boston because I would sit in the green monster. Yeah, I mean, I've done that before. What an experience. One million percent. I might go to Chicago because I haven't taken the view up in the top um, the, the, right next to where the media sits. And mm-hmm. it's a really great view of the city. Um, so I haven't done that yet. And I want to. So or I would go to the rooftops. I haven't been to the rooftops yet. So I'd probably do that. Um, okay. How many is that? Three, four? four. Not sure. Four. four. Uh, let's see here. I'd want to maybe do one I haven't done before. Or when I have, I don't know, you know, it was 30. So let me see here. I would probably go to uh, 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 the Rockies. Denver. The Rockies. Denver. Yep. I didn't go above the blue line seats and that's mile high. So I want to do that too. And yeah, the nightlife and the bars and the hotels, all that stuff is right next to it. I had an amazing experience uh, this past, not this past year, but the fall, the one before, I think. Uh, I went to opening day there. So it was probably this this year. But uh, yeah, those would be the five I'd go to, uh, other than Dodger Stadium, of course. Other than Dodger Stadium, of course. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are great ballparks. I'll, I'll have to tell you about a couple of ballparks that you mentioned that you haven't gone to offline that I have mm-hmm. that are, are very unique. I actually went to Old Tiger Stadium, believe it or not, Alan. And it was... The first time I had ever been to a ballpark, it was, gosh, 1998. It was the first time I went to a ballpark that didn't have a parking lot around, right? Because out here in the West Coast, we're used to a parking lot. Like you said, Fenway, <laughs> you just walk around it, right? So right. Old Tiger Stadium was that way. And back then, the internet didn't exist. So I called up to get, you know, some tickets. And the lady says, um, oh, you know, those dates, uh, we have a new team coming in. The Anaheim Angels are coming in. And I'm thinking, I've only been to Angel Stadium 400 times in my life. I live right by it. Can you bring in another team? 
<laughs> she's like, what? So I buy these seats thinking I'm doing awesome, right? Field level, mm -hmm. we're cheap, we're good. What I didn't know, Alan, I was sitting right behind a pole that's holding up the second deck. So I had to do like this to look to the left when the pitcher is pitching and then go back around the pole like this to the right to see the yeah. ball. Not fun. Not no, fun you get those seats in, in Chicago. You get those seats in Fenway. So if yep. you get a really great deal last minute on a ticket, guys, like a $5 seat, don't do it. <laughs> Not yeah. at those ballparks. No, 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 no. Uh, don't, you don't understand what you're getting, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do it if you want to and then find another seat. Yeah. I didn't say that, though. <laughs> As a friend of mine used to say that went to Harvard, he said, I'd buy the cheap seats and the nosebleeds and then by about the sixth inning when the, the kids were getting tired and, and families would leave, he goes, I'd go down to the field level. It's good to mm -hmm. go. Go back to the campus. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It still applies to some. Heck yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> all right. So the Dodgers made a move today. They picked up yeah. Thor. Um, you know, my thoughts about him are real simple. If he's Thor, that's a great contract. If he's Noah, hmm. Right. Um, yeah. He is going to have to have a conversation with Clayton and a few others that were on the 2015 team after he threw behind Chase Utley. But, you know, that again, that's another conversation. I don't have to be in the locker room for that. Tell me what you're looking forward to most about the Dodgers 2023 season. What do you think our highlights are going to be? What do you think our potential downfalls are going to be? Understanding that lately we've been the World Series champions. Of the regular season. We just can't make it <laughs> right. where we need to be. So go for it. Right. So this season is refreshing in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have some youth come into play. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of youth like this come into play in a long time. Mm -hmm. We've been signing major deals with all these players. And we've seen where it gets us in the past decade. Wondering. We should have three. At minimum, yep. if not four. But, hey, I'm excited to see the youth movement come in. Uh, Vargas, you know, Cartaya uh, maybe. We'll see uh, We'll see some really good plays. We saw uh, Bobby Miller already in a few games. We, he was in the Futures game at the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. uh, James Altman as well. Um, Trace Thompson, who was not a newbie to us, but, you know, he'll, he'll get more playing time. Gavin Lux will get more playing time in shortstop, which is where he was brought up on, not second base. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited for Noah Syndergaard to become Thor again. The mm -hmm. you know the Dodgers are definitely known as some, a team who reinvigorates a pitcher. We wake them up. I mean, last example was maybe Blake Trinan. <laughs> you know Tyler Anderson too. He was like guys. These guys blew it out of uh, out of the water right there, but. I'm excited to see maybe Thor make a resurgence. Um, it would be great to see that. It's a one-year deal. Um, and why not extend it, you know, if it's, if it's going well. Um, but it's not that we absolutely need them. It's great to have them because there might be injuries down the line. But, you know, it's still good to have them. Um, the downfalls could be the rookies. It could be. It's a bet. But... Guys, it's not that I'm not I'm discounting the team, but we've seen what all like I said before, what all these signings have got us. We get to the postseason, 
and it flops. Maybe some of that is the coaching, maybe. But we've seen what that does. I'm okay with starting with these fresh faces, giving them uh, two to three spots in the starting lineup and see what they got. We're regarded as one of the best farm systems in the league. Let's show them. It's about time. So I'm excited for the youth movement. It's refreshing. It's going to be fun. Um, the kids are going to play. We're bound to see mistakes. We're we're bound to see amazing moments for these guys. We're going to celebrate them so much. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. Also, I'm excited to boo the Giants extra hard this year or this coming <laughs> season. <laughs> were you on my live this morning that I did that Danny jumped on? No. Well, I, I was. Yes, yes, I was. I yes. said Christmas came early, right? For the Dodgers yep. and the Giants. The Giants got their shortstop that they wanted and the Dodgers now can still boo public enemy number one. Right. We haven't had that since Barry Bonds retired. Uh -huh. And that was probably the best part of being in the outfield during Giants games. Because I'm in left field pavilion. He's a left fielder. He definitely knew who I was. Definitely knew. I was heckling him left and right. We'd give him, you know, we'd let him know what was up. Um, Carlos Correa is going to be a little further in shortstop, but he can hear us. Yeah, he'll, <laughs> he'll hear us. He'll hear us. That's that's awesome. I agree with you, too, about the young kids. I I got to tell you, Alan, I wouldn't mind us signing Dansby Swanson. Um, mm -hmm. Just because then it forces some of the kids, i.e. Vargas, and some of those, like, especially Vargas, right? The organization is really high on Vargas, mm -hmm. especially Vargas, where now we don't have to force him to make 550 at-bats and play 162 games. He can get 300 at-bats, play 100 games, while, you know, CT3 and Max Muncy play over there and other things like that. So I wouldn't mind the Dansby Swanson move, but We'll see. It sounds like Freddie's really trying to recruit him hard to come to mm -hmm. L.A. And it sounds like it's working. But again, they should get Charlie on him. Well, he should get his boy on him. Just run up, run up to him and give him a hug and say, be a Dodger. Exactly. I mean, I <laughs> Dansby called me today and I sent him the voicemail. I said, I'm getting ready. I sent him a text message. I said, I'm getting ready to interview Alan. So oh, I, yeah. I got to go. I like I can't. Oh, I don't have time for you, Dansby. You'll, you'll have to call me back. <laughs> No, I'm oh my gosh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Well, oh Alan, you've been a phenomenal guest. First of all, thank you for joining the clubhouse. Thank you for thank finally, you. you know, us getting our schedules together. This is fantastic. Yeah, it, and it's so fun, dude. We're going to get you on again. We're going to have you on again when we do some more Dodger talk. We'll have you on again when we do some more predictions, when we get a little closer to yeah. it. We'll get you on with guys like the Philly, uh, the pandemic crew. Out in Philadelphia, yeah. those guys are I'm all, amazing. I'm all about meeting fans who have passion for the team anywhere. Yeah, we'll get you on with a couple of these guys. This will be fun. So I appreciate awesome. it. For those of you top fans, uh, before we say goodnight to Alan, for those of you top fans, I will tag him in this post. Uh, I will also you know, let you know where to follow him. He's a phenomenal guy. He does a lot of good things. He's a baseball purist. He's also a baseball realist, so he'll tell you when the you know his team is is floundering. He'll mention it. He's not the mm -hmm. guy that says, "Well, the umpires cheat us out of the game." You won't hear that from Alan. Uh -uh. And so, yeah, Mookie Betts might be my favorite player, but I'll be the first to be like, "Mookie, come on!" <laughs> there you go. So, so Alan, I loved having you on. Let's get you on again soon. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Take care, man.